0: Oh, I say. Okay. So, if you really listen to it, um, to Ren and Stimpy, you can tell it's just a hyped up Larry from the Three Stooges. So it's like instead of happy, happy, joy, joy, it's like happy, happy, joy, joy. And then uh, Peter Lorre is is basically Ren. Um, but anyway, so Vincent Price was in all these old like scary movies, and <sighs> and he would say something like. uh Oh, come now, dear. Let us move on to the dirigible, or something, <laughs> something like that.
1: <laughs> I enjoy these so much, I just want to like, put them together later and like, put them all back. To the- <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I woke
0: have- up like an hour ago for this, so I, I, I'm i on my second cup of coffee.
1: Thank you for waking up. I'm sorry I was late. I'm going to have you on more than once, and next time I won't be late. <laughs> And I'll, well, I'll all right, have, well, I'm getting better and better with the tech every week too. So. Um. Oh,
0: good. Well, I remember we had we had kind of a learning curve when we started at KDIF too. I was like, wait, so we didn't record any of this.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, oh nah, my god. We didn't
0: record anything.
1: That was that was the worst when our show wasn't recorded. They have a pretty good system for that here. Like, uh, it it automatically, like, uploads the, sh- the show. I mean, obviously, like, you could be listening to it right now, but as soon as it's over, there's also a downloadable mm-hmm. file. Um, and then oh, that's like, Yeah, and then it's, we have a backup saved to the computer, so um, like, later tonight, if you go, if anybody wants to listen to this, and you go to mutiny.fm, and you go to shows, and then you just go to the index, you can click on Badgers and Jam, and all the episodes are in there. For some reason, well the first six. episode on that list is um, not real. I think was like,
2: because it's they not real. It.
1: The first ep- the first episode on there is like not. I think it was just that time slot from the week before we started. It's not a perfect system, you guys. You know, we're a tiny state. But the
2: wait,
0: <laughs> do you do this nightly or weekly?
1: Weekly, we're doing it every Wednesday, and so right now we're recording the episodes live here, which is why we're mm-hmm. able to like you know play music and. and whatever, but I've got to do a little bit of work and get us on, hopefully, a streaming service soon, um, and then uh, there will be some, like, shortened versions of episodes. We'll be getting a Patreon going, and uh, it should be super cool. I'm excited about it.
0: Well, that's cool. Next week, uh, on Wednesday at 6 o'clock, I'll program my VCR to record (laughs) Mutant Radio while I'm napping.
1: All right, sick. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. It'll be, it'll be available <laughs> for you on the
0: computer. All right, well, listen, uh, is it over? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, are you ready to go back to bed? Is that why you're asking me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but I do have to move. So here's the good news. Uh, like, the bad news is that I have to move. But the good news is that it's, uh, it's to a different apartment that's, like, 40 feet away. <laughs> so... I'm still mulling over if I'm gonna hire like a moving company.
1: Oh, I thought you meant you have to like move right now, like.
0: Oh well, I mean, I I gotta like start packing shit. Okay. I don't know. Why I Might use some of my charm on the neighbors, like, hey, I'll do an impression for you if you uh, carry this um, Simpsons arcade over uh, to number one thirty-five. <laughs>
1: we should hire you to come out here and do impressions in the streets of San Francisco to promote the comedy festival. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll make a list of my greatest hits.
1: I still wish that you... I have always wished that you would do, like, comedy or voiceovers.
0: You know that. Uh, uh, I, re- when I saw that one of your questions was like, why didn't I get into comedy? And I'll tell you a short story about that before I go, but okay. I tried to go to a couple of different open mics and... Uh, the truth is that in Arizona, comedy, like, uh, stand-up is, like, very gate-kept. So I went to these open mics, and then, uh, like, the guy who was signing people up was like, oh, yeah, you're too late, man, sorry. And then, like, 15 minutes later, it was, like, five minutes of showtime, some girl sat down at the table next to mine, and she's, like, telling her friend, like, yeah, like, uh, the guy told me, he said, uh, that I, that I had an interesting voice and, and that, uh, you know, I should do, I should get up there. So he signed me up and I'm going on, uh, you know, uh, right after like the third guy. And I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. And then the next time I went, I was, uh, with a pretty attractive friend of mine and, um, the same thing happened. They're like, oh yeah, you're too late. Cause I showed up like an hour early. And there was, like, almost nobody there. And he said, yeah, you're too late again. Sorry, bud. Uh, tough luck. And then he, my friend came to meet me there. And he's like, uh, oh, yeah, you, you seem pretty funny. Why don't you sign up? And I was, like, standing, like, right behind him. And he's like, uh, he saw me, and he knew that I heard him tell her to sign up. And I was just like, yeah, let's just get the fuck out of here. So we left. But, yeah, that's that's been my experience. Arizona,
3: so... Well, that's unfortunate.
0: Not, uh, and I don't give a shit who hears this. Uh, yeah, fuck Arizona comedy. Right in the ear. Well,
1: uh, well, you know, I haven't done too much there yet to make an opinion one way or another. I've done a little bit, but I did all of it. <laughs> I will say that... Raphael is showing me. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah,
0: I, mean, I will I, say
1: that, like... That's today. I will say that uh there are like things that happen in comedy in San Francisco too that are just like very clicky and dramatic. And I don't personally really have any involvement in any of them, but I hear about them and it sucks. But uh I don't know, man. It's fun. If you ever come visit, I think you should just do some impressions for the <laughs> and come with us.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> as, as the kids say, spill the tea, fam. Say less.
1: <laughs> I'll spill the tea when uh, you come and visit me. I made a poem like Dr. Seuss.
0: Yeah, oh I don't know yeah. what the fuck any of that means. Okay,
1: well, that's why it was a poem. Because I'm also a <laughs> <an> person. <episode.
2: laughs>
0: All right, well, this has been fun.
1: <laughs> All right, we're going to say goodbye to Nick, everybody. Thank you for being here, Nick. Thank you for waking up. Um, I appreciate you, and it has been really cool catching up. And let me know when you have cool stuff happening. Talk about
0: it. Yeah, I'll send you a telegram. Western Union. Perfect.
1: (laughs) 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 All right, man. Have a good night. It was good talking to you.
0: You too. Later. Later.
1: All right. And you... Everyone can still hear me, right? We're learning things. We're doing stuff. Yeah, we're still on. I... What time is it? It is 7 o'clock, my friends. uh, We are also going to say goodbye to Raphael because he is heading over to Mars Bar for the open mic tonight. Um, If you are out there and looking to do some comedy, Mars Bar is happening right now, and you can go over there. Yep. It's going to be very cool. I am also hosting a show at Comet Club tonight, um, so I'm about to head out too. but I'm going to play you guys a cool song before I go. And what else do we want to talk about? Uh oh, next week, uh Wednesday, uh the twenty eighth. It is not an open mic at Mars Bar. It is a drag comedy show. I think I said last week or the week before that it was that night. I was incorrect. There was still an open mic, so anybody who showed up
4: got oh to got participate
1: to. in the free drink raffle, which they do like free drink raffles and stuff there. It's very dope. But next week is the drag comedy showcase. Tonight I'll be hosting a comic club. Rafi will be at the uh, mars bar mic with mutiny radio uh which i believe pam is hosting this evening if not she'll have a cool comedian there so and yeah we'll have um we'll have more show time like on the air for you guys next next week um yeah next week and the week after for sure so we're just kind of getting things up and running this month and um feeling out all of the, the tech here so i have been hosting as well on wednesdays but i'm excited to like get some real guests in here for you guys like nick was the first real guest we've really had that's not a comedian i think emma and mark and Raphael all be here regularly so i think of you guys as like commenters as like regular kind of stop and co-host whenever you want to be because you're welcome it's like an open door obviously but I want to get some non-comedian guests in here, and Nick was the first of those, and I'm excited to keep doing that and draw parallels between um, creativity and other places in the world and comedy. Um, yeah, and you got anything to add? Oh at Not at all. Not at all <laughs> <laughs> Raphael's a little stoned, allegedly, allegedly stoned. (laughs) Um, By the way, I did not say this at the beginning of the show, and I totally meant to. I played a super rad song, and it was called Voices of the Dead by Calabrese. They're out of Arizona. They actually went to high school with Nick, and uh, him and I had them on our show, "Guns After Curfew, at KDF. It was dope, and they are, I believe the term is a horror, horror rock band. Um, And so we're going to close out with one of their newer songs. Oh, and I will. Influences your reproduction.
5: LGBTQ friendly to sports. Vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyerethio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> many Patrick
6: go? Tuesday
5: used to be the most unlikely night for fun.
7: But every week at 6
5: p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out
8: new material for
5: free. For free. They Get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show.
6: But I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the Rhino. I'm headed down to Beauty Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some eels shle- doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate two to five dollars on... Hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses. The print's too small. Ben Mo? That's not real.
10: show up to go out for comics and please reserve your free tickets on eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh
7: there is <laughs> happy, happy hour the is when the comedy is the cheapest happy
2: hour the most
9: free two hours hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming
6: Daddy, Daddy, what are we gonna do today?
10: At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon?
6: Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Titans of Comedy.
10: That—that's Titans of Comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages like beer, wine, and sangria—all the things I drink to forget your mother.
6: I knew Uncle Blake says you smell like a.
10: Reservations on Eventbrite. Buck in public schools.
9: In tri-level, dual world of stand-up comedy, laughter has value, and the unexpected laugh is priceless. Who is that Live.com comedy? Local shows on sale now. Everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing. Who wants to focus on the genre of stand up comedy and those that <laughs> <laughs> go to whoisthatlive.com for upcoming shows?
12: Join us on a journey <laughs> into the absurd. <laughs> <laughs> Radio Havana, <laughs>
2: 1109
12: Valencia.
13: That song is called
9: Every month at seven thirty come to OMG on Savory Sixth Street for DGIF. Thank Gods it's funny. Every third Friday at OMG, check us out. Free shows, great drink specials, hilarious comics. Every Friday. San Francisco, you. Here we go. Free comedy with Mutiny Radio. You know you love us. Third Fridays of every month. OMG Sixth Street. Come on out with your friends. Mutiny Radio, Chi at OMG.
7: Wow, great okay. stuff. Check it out. Okay. Labor and Love okay. is every Take Saturday, easy. 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve bye. somebody.
13: Bye now. Can
4: I get up? Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco.
13: I I go out for a walk, I drop into the gallery and I say, Hey, hi, how are you?
9: Are you looking for local handcrafted? To
13: survive, produce, stick it out. It's a jungle out there, so just keep working. And the phone rings, and she says, "Oh, excuse me, will you? Well, hi. How are you? How's your work? Good. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, stick it out. Uh, it's not the '60s, you know. Listen, I gotta go now. your lunch would be great. Next week? Yeah. Great. Very busy now, but next week would be fine. Okay. Bye now. And I go to Magoo's for a bite, and I see Frank. And I go over to his table, and I say, hey, Frank. Hi. How are you? How's your work? Good. Okay. Yeah, mine's okay, too. You know, I'm broke, you know, but working. Listen, I gotta go. Um, okay. Listen, we should really get together. Why don't you drop by sometime? That had to be great. Uh, listen, take care. Take it easy. I'll see ya. I'll call ya. Bye-bye. Bye now. And I go to a party and everyone's sitting around wearing these party hats and it's really awkward and no one can think of anything to say, so we all move around fast. And it's, hi, how are you? Hey, listen, where have you been? Nice to see you. Sorry I didn't make your performance last week. Listen, we should really get together. Next week, you know, I'll call you. I'll see you. Okay, bye-bye. And I go home and the phone rings and it's Alan and he says, hey, hi show on cable TV and it's going to be about loneliness. You know,
9: people in the city who for whatever sociological, psychological, philosophical reasons just can't seem to communicate. It's six o'clock everybody. You're listening to mutinyradio.fm in .sf. We're here for the happy hour. Yay! The happiest hour of two hours-ish of comedy every Friday at six o'clock. We've got comedians from everywhere. They're going to do jokes. And it's going to be fun. And we all love stage time, and it's great. And uh, thanks for donating, everybody, Mutiny Radio at Venmo. Thanks for giving us money, helping us stay alive. Yay, so that we can help you help us. Cool. Oh, that sounds of, I love, there is like a little bit of sour cream on your cheek, and I've just never, okay. It's cute. You know, that's the thing, is errant food on a young man, so cute. On an old dude, gross. (laughs) Right? If you see an old man with like sour cream on the bottom of his lip, you want to vomit. But if you see it on like Peter Struckmeyer, you're like, oh yeah, baby doll. I just opened by, but <laughs> I should have turned your mic up for that. You guys can guess the punchline. Put your hands together for your first comedian of the night, everybody. It's Dan Lewis. Yeah. Yay! <laughs>
14: How's it going, guys? What's up? All right, we're rocking it here today. How we doing? How we doing? Woo! Cool, cool. What do we got here today? I see. Brady Pearson. Tim T- I know everybody's name in the entire crowd. This is exciting for me. So is good. My my mulleted friend right there. That haircut, by the way, that is an insult to the bald man right there. To waste precious resources like that, that is not fucking right, man. More like child molester in the front, child molester in the back. Child molester on his upper lip. Actually, I don't think people should suspect uh, Connor. No, no parents should ha- not have a problem with him because it's like, no child molester is going to dress that on the nose, you know? <laughs> Honey, why did you let that guy take our kid camping? I don't know, just. You saw the haircut, fanny pack full of lollipops. A little on the nose. I guess we'll find out on Monday. Okay. I uh, just wanted to make fun of my friend a little bit um, before I started. I wasn't ready. Yeah, I am. It sucks being bald, man. I had the. It's kinda suck People asked me, people were asking me all after the Oscars about my opinion just because I'm a member of the bald community. And I, I don't really have any strong feelings about it, but I I really did enjoy being in exactly the same category as Jada Pinkett Smith in a civil rights struggle. That was fun. If I ever see her, I can be like, fight the power. That's pretty cool. People my friends are like, that's different, man. She's got alopecia. That's different, and I'm like, how's it different how you got here, okay? We're at the same spot. We wound up in the same place. That'd be like if you are missing a foot. You saw another guy who was missing a foot, you're like, hey, I know how it is, brother. He's like, yeah, diabetes. And you're like, no, train accident. And he's like, I guess you don't know how it is then.' (laughs) you piece of shit. (laughs) You guys ever notice how people are, so many people are like uh, almost proud of not being able to do math? They'll be like, oh, you know me, and don't make me do math. I can't do math. No one ever does that for other disciplines. You know, no one ever goes, Oh, you know me, I'm reading. Don't make me read. I can't read. I can't read, you guys. Trying to date responsibly, bought some condoms the other day, got some magnums. Yeah, I got some bought some mediums and some smalls too. I base it on the size of the vagina myself. That's right, you've heard that one. Okay. Was, uh, well I was I was I was trying to do is think of a, a another tag for it where I'd go uh, uh, based on the size of the vagina. Uh, I'm like a goldfish. I just grow the size of the tank. And th- uh, I like I'm trying tank right now. But yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> and then I'm gonna say, <laughs> and then gonna say. And then I was gonna say. And I was gonna say. I'm having sex. She's like, "Oh, you're so big." And I'm like, "Don't pin this on me." Uh, yeah. Or, or uh, oh, you're so big, and I'm like, sorry you had to find out this way. No, it's not. I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Okay, I'm sorry. Thanks for the feedback. I appreciate it, you guys. Um, I had a, I, I did have a story that I wanted to tell about a, uh, another comic friend of mine, a guy, a guy you, might, you guys might know. He was over at my house in the backyard, and we were having uh, we were having some drinks. Marcus, Marcus Howard. We're having some drinks. And Marcus, okay, let's just say, Mar- you know, Marcus maybe sounds uh, a little whiter than he is. I don't know. Does that, is that checking out with anybody? He sounds like Professor Frank from The Simpsons, Marcus. Okay? And he's out there in the backyard just dropping N bombs in my neighborhood, right? Left, left and right. And I got high fences, okay? So all I know is the neighbors just hear some dude who sounds white saying the n-word over and over again. And I'm like, Marcus, you want to fucking cool it a little bit, man? He's like, listen, man, that's, that's 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 our word. I'm allowed to say that word as much as I want. And I'm like, all right, fine. I can't take it away from you, but could you maybe blacken it up a little bit when you do it? I <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Thank you, guys. I appreciate
9: it. Dan Lewis, everyone. That's a funny new story. Yeah, it's lovely. Uh, yeah, comedy is true. Your next comedian ha- is the one with the mullet. I call him the jizz master. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Connor Lawsdale. Yeah. Yay. Oh, the music stopped. Yeah,
5: jizz master. That's what the kids call me down at the school right there. <laughs> it's reverse psychology. You know, you think it's too on the nose? Uh, that's what I'm doing it on purpose get these get their guard down so I can molest children. That's the joke. Okay, what are we doing? What else were you talking about, Dan? I wanted to retort. Yeah, okay, I guess that's all it was. I was just telling Dan about that. I do have a problem with road rage. And I realized that when I, I was in the car, I said this out loud to myself. <laughs> with zero hesitation or thought behind it, I said, I'm gonna regret that decision for the rest of my life. And the decision was just to let someone go in front of me. I'll be on my deathbed. <laughs> come, come closer. I shouldn't have let that fucking Prius in. I should have known. It cost me 45 seconds. I don't I don't have any tattoos you got anyone here have tattoos Pam's got a bunch of tattoos I never got one you know I just never I, I feel weird I want to judge anyone else but I'd I feel weird about it like I to me it's kind of like you're just like oh this tattoo here this represents how cool I want everyone to think I am and then this one here this represents uh, how cool I want everyone to think I am and th- this one here this represents that I'm a Jew. the holocaust joke. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It took you a second. I don't even like holocaust jokes. In fact, I don't even like the holocaust. If it was up to me, if I had a say in the matter, I would go I would vote no holocaust, no holocaust. If I was back then, I would be like, "Hey, don't don't do that to them." Bad. In fact, if I had a time machine, I would go back, I would kill Hitler. Wouldn't you guys do that? A lot of people talk about that. Dan loves talking about it. I thought that was a good idea, but then I thought, what if you go back in time, you kill Hitler, but what if there was another guy that was way more evil and way more efficient? No, he, he back in Hitler's time, more evil, more efficient, but he just got beat out by Hitler's charisma. You go back in time, you kill Hitler, but that, then that guy takes over. You think you did a good thing, you come back to the future. Zero Jews. Just n- none at all. Best thing on TV is young Sheldon. There's shmegma everywhere. But then we realized that uh, shmegma is this unlimited renewable resource. So it d- turned out to be I guess you got to weigh that one. We don't really know. Is that worth all the Jews? Unlimited energy? Okay. There was one more. (laughs) I'm going to put a shirt on. You guys ever, fellas, you ever come too fast? When you're jacking off? That's not that's that's a sad moment. I, I I can't even satisfy myself. Oh Hi guys, my name is Connor. Thank you very much.
9: Connor Lawnsdale, everyone. He's gonna put a shirt on for his show. It's a hot day, and uh, I w- I've always I someday we'll find out what's in that fanny pack. All right, I know what's in your next comedian's fanny pack. Oh, I was trying to make a weird. I don't know what that meant. Put your hands together for Peter Strzokmeyer.
7: It's a metaphor for my asshole. Hello, gentlemen. It's truly just gents and Pam here. Pam, you're like an honorary gay man. It's men and gay men here. Hi. Um, I really enjoy Latin man, Latin men, Latin Latin man. Could you imagine that as a superhero? <laughs> Let's start that over. I really enjoy Latin men. Do we like the Latinos, Latin- Latinas, Latinxes? Yes, yes. I think they're very sexy. Uh, I hooked up with an older Latin man from Brazil um, when I was traveling a couple weeks ago. And, you know, he comes back to my hotel room. We have sex. He leaves. He does not spend the night. But he FaceTimes me the next morning. And he's like, I miss your smell. I was like, you miss my smell? Like, the fuck is wrong with my armpits? So here I am trying to assess all the pheromones that I'm apparently giving up. Then I learned, or er, then I realized, there was a Chipotle burrito bowl next to my bed. So this motherfucker thinks that uh, my pheromones are like barbacoa and extra guac. And this happened a couple of weeks ago. This guy has still not taken a fucking hint that I am not going to date him. So every morning, he'll send me a good morning, how did you sleep message. And each day I reply with, pretty good. Great. Yeah, slept well. And nothing happens until the next day. And then we repeat the like cycle over again. Pretty good. Yeah, slept well. This morning, though, I'm going to read from my phone for this, uh, because I have no new material. Um, He messaged me this morning a childhood fable. Anyone get one of those? Slide into your DMs? No? Just me? So I woke up this morning to a message that's this long. Let's look at my phone here for a second. They spent a day and a night on a small farm belonging to a very poor family. When they returned from the trip, the father asked his son, How was the trip? Very good, Daddy. And at this point I saw the word Daddy, and I thought this story is going to go in a different direction. Do you understand the difference between wealth and poverty? Yes. And what did you learn? asked the father. The son replied, I saw that we have a dog at home. They have four. We have a swimming pool that reaches the middle of the garden. They have a stream that has no end. We have a covered and lit porch. They have an entire forest. At the end of the answer, the father was open-mouthed. What, was he going to blow someone? Without reaction. And the little boy, hugging his father tightly, added, Thank you, Dad, for showing me how poor we are. This little boy may have taught his father the greatest lesson. It all depends on the way you look at things. The things that really matter are priceless. If you have love, friends, family, health, a good mood, and a positive attitude towards life, you have it all. If you are poor in spirit, you have nothing. Yeah, that slid into my DMs this morning. Being gay is wild, y'all. Being I get motherfucking childhood fables in my DMs from strange Latin men that I hook up with. I'm leaving you there. That's been my time. I'm Peter Struckmeyer. Uh, Give it up for whoever's next, for Pam, for Yay.
9: Yay, Peter Struckmeier. Yeah, I had to start dating young Latinos because I was tired of young white guys calling me mommy. All right, your next comedian, he's Big Daddy in the room. Put your hands together for Tim Taylor!
15: Uh, Yeah, Daddy, Daddy. Great to see everybody. My name's Tim Taylor. I uh, love the warm weather and celebration and anticipation of it. I actually shaved all my pubic hair. Just shaved it all off and... Challenges I actually have put on weight over the pandemic, and so I've had this little pouch here. And so, yeah, and so, like, when I look down, I see the jowly chin of Mitch McConnell looking at me. Like, I look down at my pubi- pubis, and it's just, oh, I've gotten more votes from the great people of Kentucky than any other senator in history. Somehow my pubis is, uh, hates all people but has an Asian fetish. But, you know, it's slowly growing back, so my pubes are kind of wispy. It looks like uh, that uh, poison uh, trickster in that movie The Princess Bride. Inconceivable! (laughs) Uh, You know, I was looking at myself in the mirror the other day without a shirt on, and I noticed I have a before body for sure, right? (laughs) A before body. But I have after hair. Oh yeah, you know how guys like are really buff. They like, I just do this shit when I'm thinking. I'm like I just throw my hair around. That's a, when I say no, I go like this no. <laughs> oh boy, but I, you know, I'm working on my dating life. I uh, I consider becoming a sugar daddy. Anybody? Any sugar? Are you a sugar daddy? You are not. No, no. good. Good call. Never thought about being a sugar daddy. Not neither do I. I'm like a fake sugar daddy. I'm like a stevia daddy. Or like a sweet and low daddy. There's just, there's something about asking, telling a woman I'm going to spoil her by taking her to the Nordstrom Rack Cafe. It just okay. doesn't hit. The Bed, Bath, and Beyond Bistro. <laughs> the Target Trattoria. Like, it's just, I'm not attracting the right kind of women in my life. I see that, and I'm not off book either, which is... Um, You know, the thing is, is I have put on weight mostly because I eat my pain. And um, it's because my mom's love language was volume. She just yelled all the time at me. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I'd come home upset from work and she would – or upset from work. As a child, I could come home upset from assembling iPhones. (laughs) (laughs) I fucked that joke up, but it was probably funnier than the actual punchline. And (laughs) it's like You know, I I didn't feel included in my own home. I felt excluded. But I'm actually into inclusion. Actually, Peter mentioned earlier about Latinos, Latinas. There's that that saying Latinx. You guys heard that? I'm like, oh, my God, there's like a a Latinx games? Skateboarder jumping? Oh, God, that is – sorry, that joke is borderline racist. Oh, come on. Oh, boy. Thank you. So uh, you know, I am sober, been sober for 11 years. Okay, thank you. From crystal meth. Which never gets an applause. And na- crystal meth, crystal meth is the <laughs> <laughs> Crystal meth is the Ringo star of drugs. It's just <laughs> <laughs> It's just it has no it has no thing. And and I I did get my MBA, I got my Wharton MBA when I was high on crystal meth. MBA, I was Mostly a boring asshole when I was in class, but uh, I'll leave you with this, that, uh, you know, the. Gr- anybody watch the Grammys? No, of course not. It's getting out of date. Here's the thing. Any fucking award show named after a nickname for a grandma is not going to work. Grammys. Yes. No. Thank you. I'm Tim Taylor. <laughs> Yay, Tim Taylor.
9: Grammy. I guess I didn't, what did I call my grandma? Grandma. I don't know. Um, I'm old enough to be your next comedian's grandma. Put your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay! yay!
12: Hey,
3: what's up? I thought I was sixth. Oh. Okay. I'm making do. What's up, everybody? Good energy. How are we? We're good? Good. Um I've been I, thinking, I don't understand why or when we decided that the remedy to help people when they're going through a problem is food. People always buy them food, right? You know, if something bad happens to a family member or, like, a loved one, it's always food. It doesn't make any sense. I don't think anyone's ever been eating meatloaf and it's just like, God, this is so good, I almost forgot about my cancer diagnosis. <laughs> like, that's never happened, right? It's never ha- also, the audacity to think your cooking is good enough to make anybody feel better, Okay. Because it happened to me a few months ago. My mom, she broke her hip. We were just flooded with food. It's like a goddamn potluck. But all it was was just a full compost bin because half that shit was inedible. All right. Keep the chicken casserole at home, Janet. You don't know how to season. No one wants it. It's bad. <laughs> Not good. And they always ask you. They always ask you the open-ended question. They always ask you, if "There's ever anything you need? Don't hesitate to reach out." right? Always the same fucking question. I want to take advantage of that question next time. Next time I get asked that, I'm going to be like, you know what would make me feel better? A new fucking TV. That's what would make me feel better. The new Obi-Wan show's coming out. I want to watch it in 4K. But the reason why people ask that question is because it gets their guilt off their chest, right? It's just really so they feel better. They don't really want to help. It's just so they feel better. They feel like they're making a difference. But I want to test it, uh, how far are they willing to go? Next time I get asked, like, if there's any anything ever anything you need, don't hesitate to ask I'm I'll be like, you know what would make me feel better? Six ounces of black tar heroin. That's what I want. They'll be like, oh no no no, that was, I, that's not really what I meant. I'll be like, no no no, you said what you wanted. It would make me feel better. Get on the line with the cartel, Janet. All right? Give them your casserole. Maybe they'll give you a discount. I don't know. Only got for that. I um, what was I gonna do? Oh yeah, I'm uh. You guys ever heard of the phrase toxic masculinity? You ever heard that phrase before? Yes, toxic masculinity. If you want to see it in real time, tell a man he has soft hands. Um, you'll see it up close <laughs> and personal. Uh, yeah. So if you don't know what it is, it's when a man, he suppresses his insecurities, and then f- and then asserts dominance over others by becoming, you know, arrogant or rude. I would love a little bit of that, I'm going to be honest with you. I would love just a little bit of it, right? I'm very insecure, just enough so I don't get anxious when I get a phone call, you know? I just want to feel a little more confident. I want to feel a little good. I would, u- I would use it for good. I wouldn't be an asshole about it, you know? I could take some from someone who's not doing any good, like a Brett Kavanaugh or like a Jake Paul. I'm not using it for any good. I want it. I see it all the time, toxic to masculinity. I see it. It blows my mind. I was at a party one time, and this guy walks in. He goes up to the first girl he sees and he goes, you're hot. You're coming home with me. I could never do that in a million years. Never. One time I was in my car and I saw a beautiful woman walking on the sidewalk and I glanced up at her respectfully. I looked at her, up and down, and then she made eye contact with me and I audibly said alone in my car, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I don't know why, but I did. So bad. That's such a beta move. That's what it is. The only time I have a little bit of toxic masculinity is to myself. It's my inner dialogue. It's really what it is. Like if I'm at a restaurant, it'll be like yelling at myself, like, order quicker. The waitress thinks you're a pussy. Tell. I'll see my reflection on the stream, be like, I could fucking kick that guy's ass. I could. And then I'm shadow boxing the air like a TL crackhead, you know? And then I lose to myself. That's how weak I am. I lose every time. Alright, that's all I got. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>
9: Ian Langland, it's weak in muscles, but strong in comedy, yay. I'll take it, I don't know, I didn't, you always have, I don't know what your muscles are. You were just talking about being weak and I was trying to be a good host. I'm sorry, I'm high. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands together, everybody, it's Dorian Trung,
2: yay.
16: How's it going, everyone? I always thought uh, when people died from their addictions are, like, super cool. And then I realized it's not as cool when I tell people I'm killing myself with food. Had to give that up. Um, I used to be 300 pounds, and then I lost the weight because I didn't want to work on my personality. You know, I mean, I'm still fat, but, you know, not fat enough for a child to stop me in the middle of the street to make an announcement. You know what I mean? You know, when a kid's like, Mom, look, he's fat. Which is always awkward, you know, when you uh, have to hit someone else's kid. Brutal. <laughs> I'm. A, I have. I have what people call a, a dad bod, but I'm trying to get down to stepdad bod. I just want my body to be good enough to, you know, to impress the single moms, but like messy enough so that her kids knew know that like her mom, c- their mom, could do better, but she can't, and. But I mean, who who am I joking? I mean, I can't do better any- either. Like, if I wanted to do better, I would have to be rich, and there's no way I could make that happen. I've admitted it. But a stepdad bot is not bad. You know, it's kind of like driving a used Corolla. You know, I could, You're always afraid that I'll die on you, but you know, it's more reliable than you think. <laughs> I uh, I have a hard time dating. Um, I don't really have a face for Tinder. My my face is more suited for like blind dates and arranged marriages. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm like the guy that you match, you know, with your fourth favorite daughter, the lesbian of the family. I mean, but I mean, uh, Tinder is it's, uh, <laughs> is very interesting. You know, I feel as a man is way easier to catfish people online. You know what I mean? Like I just I don't even need to use uh, filters or anything. I could just lie to them with words. You know, on Tinder, I say crazy things like I'm a male feminist. You know what I mean? Like, saying I'm a male feminist is like a woman telling guys, like, they don't care about money. Like, almost everyone says it, but, like, none of us actually believe it. Uh, My friend tried to give me some dating advice. He said, uh, look, you just got to be more aggressive. Stop being such a beta bitch. I was like, dude, why you got to poke me in the chest so hard? (laughs) Ugh. I mean, I'm I, I, I'm not an alpha male, you know, you know. The ladies might see me and they think like, oh yeah, I could be, I'll be safe with him. But you know, who knows? I'm I'm built like, uh, you know, one of those home security stickers that you put on the window. Like it might deter most, but if someone breaks in, you'll wish you had the real thing. You know. <laughs> what else I have here? Uh, I guess some dark ones would be good about now. Uh, I'm quite the hypocrite, you guys. I, uh, I really want world peace, but I also really want there to be a drone strike on my neighbors. Because I mean they keep playing the damn music, you know what I mean? Like, I think like unwanted music is probably like the worst thing you hear from your neighbor. I would almost say it's worse than hearing your neighbor beat their wife. Because a beating only lasts a couple of seconds, and after that, they go through what they call a honeymoon phase, which is honestly honeymoon for everyone around them is great so quiet. All right. I think that's my time. Thank you.
9: Dorian drone, everyone. All right. Uh, I'm going to run around and, and do my time now because we're waiting for a couple people on the list. So yay. After the misogynist drone strike. Knock, knock. Predator drone! Don't answer your door, you're dead. It is <laughs> a predator drone. do you know anything about predator drones? That was dumb. <laughs> These little flies are like predator drones right now. Who are they going to land on? How are you here? Are you neither of you are comedians? You're just neighbors that are like we want some comedy. Fuck yeah! Thank you for being here. This is very exciting. Feel like we're already friends. I can let you know that I uh, my clit is so big I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. I'm not actually a comedian. I'm just single and not on any dating apps. And so just whenever I see a microphone, I'm like, hey, something could happen. How cute is your dad? How much do you hate your mom? Dang, that's right. I met your mom. She is cool. <laughs> I'm just I'm shopping to be a stepmom right now. <laughs> they, they say dress for the job you want, and I want to be a stepmom in Walnut Creek. Thank you. Yeah, after this whole month of women's history month and being a strong independent feminist is hard i want to be a dependent now (laughs) i'm like can you just i just put feminism back 40 years but i don't care i still i'm hoping someday there'll be some rich man in in walnut creek listening to some strange podcast with his seven and nine year old there and i don't know I can dream. I just want. I could just be a nanny, I suppose. <laughs> I don't in, then I wouldn't have to fuck him. Although maybe sometimes the nanny does. So I I used to be a nanny, um, and here's the thing: having sex on top of a baby is not pedophilia, okay? Because the baby's here, and like I'm getting banged from behind. I'm making eye contact with the baby, right? And the baby can only see like 15 inches in front of its face anyway. And just because the baby's first words are doesn't make me a bad nanny, (laughs) it makes me a bad nanny. I used to do this, I used to nanny and it was great. And the best thing about it is you get like, it's like nanny 2.0. Ooh, it's like this new workout program. Woo. So when you do in the the baby cart, you like go up the hills and you keep a pace and you do this and then you change your arms so you can get the bye-bye arms when you wave and it goes bye-bye. And the best part is when your heart rate gets above a certain rate, for 20 minutes, you start burning fat, and I smoke and eat so much weed that I get high. Off my own, I get to the top of the hill with the baby, and I'm like, "Woo! We did it! Parents are here! Let's play on the playground!" I don't even have to smoke; I'm just high. It's fun. Did you know that when you when you burn your there's another? This is exciting. I'm not drinking tonight, uh, but I do really enjoy drinking, and I'm want to hang out with a small child because I want to win the science fair. Uh, And it might not be the most appropriate thing, but it's basic chemistry. So sometimes in the morning, uh, I throw up because I'm an alcoholic. And so I go to to the refrigerator and I drink a cup of cold water. Now, if I have a small child and I drink eight ounces of 38 degree water and then I vomit 22 minutes later and the child takes the temperature of the water, how many calories did I burn being an alcoholic? We can have graphs. We can win the science first. You remember basic science. See, yeah. No one ever gets that joke because they're all too dumb. Here's another joke I can never do. Uh, no one reads the Bible. Heathens here. Sodom and Gomorrah. Terrible people. No, it's fine. I, I mean, I okay. I love reading the Bible, though. I like to mine it for feminist tropes. And there's. I've learned everything I know about feminism from the Bible. Two books, Esther and Ruth. Oh, I love this It's topical right now. Passover, Esther, the whole thing. Esther saved the entire Jewish people. How did she do that? Was she clever? Good at sports? A great orator? Nay, she had a hot rack and didn't look Jewy. That was... Her name was Hadassah. They changed it to Esther. Far less Jewy. One last joke. Uh, I have a fetish for uncircumcised guys. Clearly. Yeah, right? Yeah, circumcision is choice, his decision not lop off the tips of our baby's dicks. I mean, Jews do it fine. You got the covenant with Yahweh. He can do whatever he wants with those foreskins. Put them on his fingers, eat them off like olives. Calamari on a salad. Yeah, we're thinking, yeah. So maybe you'll know where I'm going with this. I want to take an uncircumcised guy. I want to pull up his dick. Pull his foreskin up over his dick. Put a shot of Jameson in his foreskin. Because I want whiskey dick for real. I finally get what I want it's twofold uh, one I'm an alcoholic and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey and two boys are gross and you have to clean out all that schmegma. yay I'm your host back there Pam Benjamin trying to make you laugh this is crazy Brady are you ready all right fuck yeah uh, your jacket today is may I do not doubt your commitment to sparkle motion it, it's oh. yeah you are A hundred percent a believer. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson.
17: Oh, my God. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? You two. Hi. How are you two doing? It's very excited to have you two here. I I, I know Lauren. Lauren is the famed creator of um, Giraffe Corner, a multi-platinum famous little show on YouTube. We should all talk about that, but thank you two for being here. Now does, um, I have a question, does anybody, okay, do you see my shirt, it's what does it say, like I drag, does anybody here speak homosexual? Because that's what that means, is that not normal? Okay, does anybody here speak heterosexual? Because I have some questions for you. If we, I just want us all to get along, okay. So earlier today we heard this comedian talk about being an alpha male. Are any are there any alpha males in this room? Keith? That doesn't count. She has more balls than all of us. So there's, n- so there's an alpha. Are you a beta then? We don't even know. Are you guys? Are you straight? Can I ask? You, I mean, like, you're both. You're straight, both of you. Oh, okay. Well, let, we'll see about that after the show. I mean, I can work on that. Um, but yeah. So I was thinking. Okay. So alpha and alpha and beta. So one is the more dominant. Is that what it is? Can you help me understand? Is that what it is, Keith? And so a beta's more like a bitch, like something like you can put down the beta, right? Okay, so I just want you all to know that, like, we speak the same terms. I want to give you some gay speak today. We call that, stay with me now, top and bottom. So, right, so now if you're a beta, it means I can come and fuck you. Oh, damn it, that didn't come off this but I can still do it. Right, I mean, you're not as excited about that as I am. Okay. All right, that's fine. Started doing comedy a little later in life and uh, just turned 50-odd. and Really exciting. I have to say that because nothing thrills me more than having 30-year-old comics coming up to me and going, or speaking like, oh, my God, I just turned 30. 30. No one else has ever turned 30 before in their lives. I have no idea how it's done. There haven't been novels or written or even a shitty Boomer show called 30 fucking something. You have a fucking rule book, you dumb cunts. I am so old that I have probably swallowed your siblings. Your dad was great. He really was, and you're welcome. I mean, you didn't want that inner sibling rivalry, did you? No. I am doing service to God and the children. This is what I tell myself when I'm sucking cock late at night. Speaking of sucking a lot of cock, I've been sucking cock for so long, it begs the existential question of like, how many miles of cock have I sucked? Like, I mean, the average cock is what, are you six, maybe? A turn? Ah, that's not going much anywhere, so. Oh, it is, and math is hard. I'm Barbie. Math is hard. And if it's hard, you know I love it. Um... (laughs) I'm going to leave you with a little song about the boys' camp that I really wish I'd gone to in Lake Put It In Me, Wisconsin. It goes something like this. (coughs) Can't put it in me, actually. Oh, I love you. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. I love you. Put it in me. Put it in me all the way. On your shores. Put it in me. I am yours. Put it in me. It's in me every day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brady.
9: Yay, Brady Pearson, and his commitment to sparkle motion. Yay! Oh my God, you you kind of look like an exploded pi- pinata had a had a orgy. <laughs> That's what I would call that jacket. Exploded pinata orgy. Fun time, Brady Pearson. All right, it's a compliment. I love it. I would wear that in a second. Oh my God, with like some white stretch pants, dear God. I don't know, I just thought white stretch pants are like really white tight jeans, I think those would be fun. Cause like pick up, there's the, anyway. Your nice comedian comes to us uh, by way f- uh, from all over the world actually, from Brooklyn and Portland and everything else. Put your hands together for Keith Hemingway.
4: I wish I explored more places than New York and Portland cause that's, all no, I I've discovered uh, San Francisco and I've discovered L.A. Um, I don't think I want to go back to L.A. L.A. is <laughs> a different type of fear. It's like, do I want to get shanked in this corner or do I want to get pissed on in this corner? And apparently I'm still here, so showers still exist, and um, I don't have no medical bills from L.A., yay. But L.A. is a nice time. I, I like I like San Francisco, too. This town, y'all don't have leg day. You expected to have leg day because you have heels. But it's not about the leg day, it's about the toes. You guys are toe strong in this town because of all the shit you got to step over, literally. Like, you have to treat every block like a Michael Jackson video. You just got to doom, 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 get someone on the back of your feet like, ah, come on. I, I can't really dance like Michael Jackson. I didn't practice. I wasn't one of those kids that was in, even though I think, no, I can't walk. I, I wasn't one of those kids that can do that. But uh, I got to be careful sometimes when I'm stepping over the shit Because some of them come in a a weird pattern and it could look like I'm crip walking. And that would get me in a lot of trouble these days, man. I don't know. I can't do that out here. Come on in, lady. We have free comedy. I saw you smiling. You can't hide. Yeah, come on. Nope, 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 nope. Dedication, come on. All right, two minutes. Sit down. There you go. See? Come on. You can't give me two minutes. I was trying to answer that in the most professional <laughs>
8: dot fm is the flat found
15: brown flat sound brown
18: The town in Northern Ontario, and I take comfort from memories there.
8: And in my mind, I still
18: need a place to go. Changes were
8: there Blue, blue windows behind the
18: stars Yellow moon on the rise
8: the sky
18: Throwing shadows
12: you've shown. Lord, help me, Jesus. I've wasted it. So help me, Jesus. I know
2: what I
12: Try me, Lord, if you think there's a way I can try to repay all I've taken from you. Maybe, Lord, I can show someone else what I've been through myself on my way back to you. Lord help me, Jesus. I've wasted it, so help me, Jesus. I know what I am. Now that I know that I needed you, so help me, Jesus. My soul's in your Lord, help me, Jesus, I've wasted it, so help me, Jesus, I know. My soul's been...
18: Oh. of her eyes, waking in the morning to the feeling of her fingers on my skin, wiping out the traces of the people and the places that I've been.
2: on the board.
12: slow and subtle dawning of another
11: saturday
8: change
4: Parker, Elmo, the group, and Cool
2: Blue. <laughs>
12: Bad being here with you. You me about my girl, I'ma tell you about yours. I was walking down the street with your girl. Yeah. I took her home. For a drink, you know. Took her home? Yeah, just for a drink. Oh. But that chick looked so ugly, she had to sneak up on the glass to get her a drink of water. That's all right. My mama didn't have to put a sheet over my head, so sleep can slip up Hey, look here. What's that? Why what you from? Peanuts. <laughs>